Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WDW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WDW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. From the Walt Disney World Resort, it's DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff Davis here with you. Hope you're having a fantastic day, and I'm glad you're here to listen to the program. And we have now gone 963 days without a nighttime parade over at the Magic Kingdom. So the big story right now, and if you're a Disney fan, you know this. Uh, Today is the day, if you're out in Disneyland in California, because today is the day that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens. And a lot of people really excited about this. And it showed. It definitely showed the other night. Because they had the opening ceremony for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland on Wednesday evening. And it started off with Bob Iger, CEO of the Disney Company. And joining him on stage was the creator of Star Wars, George Lucas. Followed by Billy D. Williams. And then Mark Hamill. And the big surprise, of course, was Harrison Ford showing up to kind of helped start the Millennium Falcon to open Galaxy's Edge because, uh, as usual, the Falcon was having some trouble starting up. So he gave it a couple of bangs and started up. Fantastic ceremony. Real, I was impressed with Disney this time with their opening ceremony because if we go back to the ceremony, opening ceremony for Toy Story Land, I'll just be honest with you, it was terrible. The crowd just acted like they didn't care. Like, we're just here to get our media stuff and then we're good to go. This crowd that they had for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, even though it was a media preview, was a very excited crowd. So I did watch that. I was very impressed. Really loved it. But I have not watched anything else. 
at all when it comes to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because already on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all these other social media sites and blogs and stuff like that, you are already seeing people doing walkthroughs for the media preview that happened yesterday for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, attraction walkthroughs, the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Uh, that's already on YouTube if you want to watch it. Uh, they're you know talking about food. They're talking about merchandise and just showing the, the land pretty much for everybody to see. And I have not watched the first video. And there's a reason behind that. The reason is this. And you Harry Potter fans, I think, will understand as to why I'm doing this. What Harry Potter means for you is what Star Wars means for me. And I didn't have a problem with watching the opening ceremony because I've already seen pictures of the Millennium Falcon. They're at Galaxy's Edge. So that's not spoiling anything. I know what it looks like. Been seeing those pictures for a while. But I want to experience Galaxy's Edge myself with my own two eyes in person for the first time. I don't want to ruin that moment when you pass through those gates and you see Star Wars Galaxy's Edge for the very first time. I don't want to ruin that for myself because I love Star Wars. People have been talking about this land ever since Disney acquired Lucasfilm and when Star Tours became so popular. How great it would have been, we were saying back then, if Disney were to build a Star Wars land. And now it's here. And I don't want to take away from myself that moment of stepping into Galaxy's Edge, going to another planet, but two, and seeing it for the first time by ruining it by seeing an Instagram video or a YouTube video or a Facebook video. You know, pictures I really don't have so much of a problem with. It's that feeling of walking into the land for the first time. And it, to me, it kind of takes it away a little bit if you see it on YouTube or other some other social media site and then go because, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that on the video. I remember seeing that. I don't want to do that to myself. So I've told myself... Do not watch any YouTube videos. Don't watch any social media videos that have to do with Galaxy's Edge. Now, I'm not going to get to see Galaxy's Edge until probably late 2020. Maybe 2021 is what we're looking at here. Because Nicole and I are not renewing our annual passes to Walt Disney World. We are not going to Walt Disney World for vacationing until after our wedding next year in 2020. That's the thing. Now, she is going in September. She's going to be there for a bachelorette party. But she's already told me that they're not going to go to uh, Galaxy's Edge. So I want to hold on to that feeling of seeing it for the first time myself. Live and in person. And no other way. So, just as a... Um, how do I want to say this? Before you even ask... Do not send me an email asking me, Jeff, what do you think of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? Uh, what do you think of Smuggler's Run? What do you think of the picture of the stuff for the food? What do you think of the lightsaber creation where you can build a lightsaber or, or build a droid or anything else like that? Because I'm not going to be watching the video, so don't ask. 
I won't I won't have an answer for you because yeah, have not have not seen it and I don't plan on it. Um and I do realize there's going to be a lot of stuff on social media about it. But I'm going to do my best to just mm, give you the updates that you need. You know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like, I don't know, attraction updates, refurbishments if they have to go down or, or whatever. I'll, you know, if there's going to be, you know, information at D23 that they're going to add to Galaxy's Edge or whatever. Just to understand that I'm not going to watch any of this stuff, uh, so I'm not going to know, so don't ask. Um, if anything, tell me about your experience. If you're going to be going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, please tell me about your experience, what you liked, what you didn't like, stuff like that. I, c- I can handle that. That's no problem. But uh, I won't be visiting uh, Galaxy's Edge until t- late 2020 or in 2021, one of the two. But I am going to go. Still really excited about it. Still loving it. All right, so... Let's get to a couple of news stories, and then we have some rumors to talk about. So a Central Florida woman has filed a lawsuit against Disney, saying that she has suffered severe brain injuries following an attack by a bird, a wild bird at Walt Disney World back in 2017. Now, this happened over at Disney's Polynesian Village Resorts when the bird literally dive-bombed her head. According to the lawsuit, um, it says that she, her lawyer says she has suffered traumatic brain injuries and has herniated discs in her neck that will require surgery. She also said that Disney should know of the risks that birds create and warn guests of the dangers. She also said if there's a company that's well-versed in safety, it should be Disney. She said the injuries from the attack altered her personality and ability to focus. It changed her life, is what she said. So, the thing is here, even if... It's like people. this person expects Disney to remove every nesting bird in the area because it happened around you know springtime when birds are nesting protecting nests and stuff like that so obviously this bird was probably just protecting its nest and its babies so what does she expect disney to do remove every single nest in the on the entire property this is just a part of nature uh, d- does she require Disney to put up a sign for every type of animal that might be roaming free and wild in the Walt Disney World Resort? Hey, be careful of the birds. They might do this. Uh, be careful of the mosquitoes. They might do this. Uh, be careful. Well, we know crocodiles are on there. Be careful of the turtles. They might do this. There's a snake. It might do this. I mean, it's going to end up being a long list if that's what she's wanting. I get the fact that she's hurt and... I am sympathetic to that, no doubt about that whatsoever. But Disney cannot put a sign up for every animal that happens to come within the Walt Disney World Resort area and decides to nest like that. There would be signs everywhere. Caution. Nesting birds here, nesting birds here, and here, and here, and here, and here. It'd be too hard for Disney to try and keep up with. Disney has said, though, that they are going to respond to the uh, lawsuit in court. Uh, she's looking for about, like I said, $15,000 in damages. And um, I, I just don't think she's going to be winning this lawsuit uh, with Disney. 
So moving on to some uh, food news for you guys. And this, this was a big thing last week. <laughs> People kind of lost their minds over this one. Uh, if you were worried that you'd never have one of those wonderful corn dog nuggets from Casey's Corner in the Magic Kingdom, well, you don't have to worry anymore. Uh, there was a brief replacement of those corn dog nuggets with chicken corn dog nuggets. And uh, the original is back after a huge negative response on social media and at Casey's Corner. A very big, very, very big negative response. People are like, no way are you going to get me to eat this stuff. Bring back those corn dogs, nuggets. Bring them back. So they did come back, and a lot of people very, very happy, of course. Uh, no, we have not gotten back the footlong hot dogs at Casey's Corners. Uh, if you did not know, the footlong hot dogs at Casey's Corner, not available anymore. You'll have to go over to Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe in order to get one of those. And you can only get the mac and cheese and the pulled pork. That's the only two you can get over there. But the corn dog nugget meal, it is still served with fries for eight ninety nine. And uh, the reason why Disney decided to make this change continues to be a mystery. Nobody knows why. Uh, it could have been a taste test for guests to see if uh, maybe you'd like them or not. Or it could have just been a, a, a case of mistaken identity. Uh, somebody ordered the wrong thing and uh, nobody really noticed because the corn dog nuggets uh, probably they looked the same as regular ones, but there was chicken on the inside. And so, mistaken identity on that. Who knows? But for now, all is well, so you don't have to worry anymore. Your corn dog nuggets are safe. All right, so don't worry about that. Okay, let's get to some Disney rumors. I wasn't like every other kid, you know, who dreams about being an astronaut. I was always more interested in uh, what bark was made out of on a tree. Hey, how you doing? You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should never be allowed to talk to people. That's what I'm talking about! Let's get nuts! It's time for the DW60 Rumor of the Week. So a Disney-related website has posted that they have obtained specific internal documents from Disney saying that both the land and the seas pavilions at Epcot would be closed forever and demolished sometime between 2024 and 2026. Now, it's not mentioned as to what would supposedly replace these two pavilions, according to the article. But the thing is, if this ends up happening, and we're going to include Soren on this as well, because it's part of the land pavilion. If this ends up happening... Epcot is going to lose three attractions, two dining locations, one quick service dining location, and a merchandise location as well. Now, Disney, of course, at the time, had not posted any information about this change, and the article on the Disney-related website either couldn't or wouldn't list any type of source pertaining to the information that they received. That was the interesting part about it. No no source whatsoever. Just, oh, you know, we've obtained documents and stuff. So naturally, one could treat the post that was made, you know, just simply as a rumor. Or you could, you know, treat it as clickbait. 
for increased website visits. You know, or you could do both. It could be both. I mean, you determine that for yourself. I kind of think it's a little bit of both. It's total speculation, total rumor. Let's think about what they're talking about here. Especially when it comes to all the work that was just done on Soren to add another, you know, ride building area, new queue area, stuff like that that they put together. You're losing the garden grill, the coral reef, the land. A lot of a lot of people love the land. It is a very popular attraction. The seas with Nemo and friends still relevant. Still a very relevant attraction. And then all the exhibits afterwards. Total Talk with Crush. The merchandise location. All that stuff. I I just can't simply write it off and say, by 2024, Disney is going to demolish these things and replace them. I just don't, don't see that happening whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. And I'll get to the other part of this in a second. What I do understand is the fact that the building structure itself, the Land Pavilion, the Seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion, the building structures themselves do look very dated, just like Imagination with Figment. The building looks very dated. Instead of demolishing these pavilions, I could see Disney updating the look of these pavilions, which would mean an extensive refurbishment. Possibly talking about, you know, I'm not going to say shutting down the pavilion completely and totally, but a very extensive refurbishment to change the look. Not so much an 80s look from the pavilion, you know, with the land and, you know, a little bit after that when it comes to the Seas with New Mill Friends. You know what I'm saying? Update the way the building looks. Like, Wonders of Line Pavilion. It, I'm not going to say it looks like it's from the 80s or anything else like that. Uh, but they have done some work on it to update the look of it. I don't think that these two buildings are going to be demolished at all. And at the same time, the very next day that this post was made on this Disney-related site... Disney posted something themselves. And in my opinion, it was kind of an unofficial revoking of the post that was made on the Disney-related site. Because on Twitter, they had this to say. This came from the Walt Disney World Today Twitter account, at WDW Today. It says, there are plans for Epcot. We do have new pavilions joining like the play-themed pavilion and the Guardians of the Galaxy-themed roller coaster. But the land and the seas with Nemo and friends are planned to be with us into the future. That tells me they really don't have this, you know, they're they're really not going to be demolishing these things. The land and the seas are going to be sticking around. That's what Disney is saying. But then the Disney Parks blog goes and makes a post as well. Here's what it had to say. Walt Disney World is gearing up to make some exciting announcements at this year's D23 Expo about the transform transformative changes coming to Epcot. Okay? And it said, here are some hints about what guests can look forward to. The changes taking place near the park's entrance have already been announced, and construction walls have started to appear. Look for lush green spaces plus some classic touches. 
Now, they say the park's core is going to be reimagined. You've already heard about the transformation taking place inside the park's entrance, which we just said, where they're going to be enhancing the area with lush green spaces, classic touches, so forth and so forth. They say at the expo, we'll share more about what's coming to the core of the park on the opposite side of Spaceship Earth. New areas will be flanking the iconic attraction, and we can't wait to share the details with you. Then there are three pavilion icons in the article. And this is the seas, uh, looks like the lands, and I think that's Soren. I think it is. I could be wrong. Uh, maybe it's Spaceship Earth. <laughs> no. Maybe Soren. But there are three icons there, okay? Next part of it says, a new but classic look to match our offerings. Longtime fans of Epcot are familiar with the pavilion icons, like the ones you see here for Imagination, the Land, and the Seas with Nemo and Friends. There we go. With new experiences like the previously announced play-themed pavilion joining these Epcot staples, do you think we need some new icons to match? More will be revealed at the Expo. Then they go on to say, Epcot is special for a lot of reasons. As one of Walt's final projects, as an exclusive part of the Walt Disney World Resort, and as home to millions of memories from generations of guests, as we charge ahead with the park's evolution, the architects of Epcot's future are working to preserve all the elements that make this park so special, while also evolving it to be more Disney, more family, more relevant, and more timeless. At the Expo, you'll hear more about experiences that are uniquely Epcot. For example, the updated films coming to Future World and World Showcase, as well as new dining experiences being added to the menu of the Foodie Park. So, let, let's go back on that one for just a second. As we charge ahead with the park's evolution, the architects of Epcot's future are working to preserve all the elements that make this park so special while also evolving it to be more blah, 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 blah. Okay? So like I just mentioned, I don't see Disney demolishing these structures. I see Disney evolving these structures. I see Disney enhancing these structures. Not to be torn down to the, the foundation. Enhanced, refurbished, looking more today. Not 1983, 84, 86, whatever year you want to pick. Not 1982. Looking more 2021, 22, 24, 26, whatever year you want to pick in the next five to six years. I think that that is what Disney is aiming for, to enhance the look of Epcot, not destroy everything. I mean, because you still have Test Track. It's still, it's the same building from back in the 80s. What, are they going to tear that one down too? Because, oh, it doesn't go along with what we're doing here. No. It's been enhanced. It looks a little bit more modern for today. But to go and to post something like that on your website, to say that they could be demolished or they would be closed forever and demolished sometimes between 2024 and 2026, 
and then you don't even list any type of sources? Wow, that's really saying something. Really is. If you can't list your source, one, your source isn't supposed to be giving you the information in the first place, and you could possibly be getting that person in trouble because there's only a handful of people, executive-wise, imagineer-wise, stuff like that, that know about these future enhancements, these upcoming evolutions for Epcot. So by you releasing this type of information, you're getting that person in trouble. Possibly fired. That's not good. And I think that's why Disney came out and said, here's the deal. Here's what's really happening. And hey, let's go back to the Twitter post. But the land and the seas with Nemo and friends are planned to be with us into the future. Those are not going anywhere. The land is still going to be there. The seas with Nemo and friends is still going to be there. Soren is still going to be there. But I think the buildings themselves are going to be enhanced. I think they're going to be refurbished to look more modern. You got to be careful with what you post. You can tick off a lot of people. That's a thing. And I try my best not to go along with these outlandish rumors and speculations that some of these Disney-related sites come up with. And that's why I treat them as simply speculation. And I tell you about them because I want you to be aware, you know, this could happen. It could, but it's just a rumor. Because Disney... That's who we're looking for here. Disney has not said anything, or they may not say anything at all. Now, at the same time, I'm not saying that this is completely and totally untrue. I just find it very unlikely, very unlikely, especially after Disney comes out and says these things about Epcot the very next day. Lots of changes are coming to Epcot, but I don't think one person is going to say, hey, this is what's happening Six years before it even happens, go and tell people about it. It's just, I, I just, I can't buy it. I just don't buy it. And I'm not going to sit there and support that type of a post when it's just so outrageous. And the response from people on social media, Disney fans of Epcot, who love these buildings, who love these attractions, who love these restaurants that these two buildings have, they went nuts. Don't they were you know saying don't get rid of the land are you crazy the land is fantastic why would you get rid of that why would you get rid of the garden grill it's a hidden gem for some it's a great restaurant has gotten better and better over time this like i said the seas with nemo and friends still relevant will they make more movies i don't know they may not but it's still relevant right now and it ties in with the rest of the attraction Look how many live animals or fish, marine animals you have inside of the Seas with Nemo and Friends. It's fantastic. The kids love it. Why would you get rid of it? Turtle Talk with Kit Crush. People still love that. Kids love it. Why would you, why would you tear that down? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So when it comes to this post, I, I, just, I just can't go with it. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think... Th- it's, it's very possible that this Disney-related site did get some information, but I think that they twisted it, they twisted the information to make it their own and to get those clicks on their Twitter account, on their Facebook accounts, 
and to get the clicks to go to their websites so that they see other things, blah, blah, blah. You know, Internet traffic is what they were looking for. I think they twisted the information. The information that they may have gotten may have been the same things that Disney posted the very next day, but they made it their own by saying, well, you know, what if we said these structures would be demolished? All social media would lose their minds. And they did. But then you started seeing the posts pop up from other people. Don't listen to what this story says. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And what does Disney do? They come out and they say, it's going to be with us into the future. Evolving, enhancing, refurbishing these pavilions. Now, these aren't the only rumors that are out there, but this was the biggest one that really just... It's just a wow thing. I I just... DJ Sourcey sent me a message. He's like, you know what? If they demolish the land and the seas with Nemo and friends, he's like, I'm going to bring back the Character Breakfast podcast because I'm going to be so upset. I'm like, tear them down. (laughs) Tear them down. So he he loves those two pavilions. And uh, so that means a lot to him. Here's another rumor that came up. Uh, it has been said that Mickey's PhilharMagic at the Magic Kingdom is going to be getting a much-needed upgrade. And that upgrade would be the actual upgrade to the film itself, going from regular film to a digital upgrade. Uh, as far as the story that was posted, no dates on when this possibly you know, could happen, if it would happen. No sources were listed uh, to confirm the change either. But at the same time, Uh, There is no doubt in my mind that this attraction needs the upgrade to a digital film. Uh, Since the current film and technology that is being used is really outdated. It's all the way, it goes all the way back to 2003. And I know, I think they opened uh, a new Soren, was it Shanghai? I can't remember. But they're using digital. So... It's, it's definitely needed. I think it's going to happen eventually. They can't just keep using regular film. It's going to happen. Uh, so I think that this rumor has a little more leg, legs to run with type of thing. Um, it needs to happen. Uh, the rumor about Wreck-It Ralph uh, still coming to Stitch's Great Escape in Tomorrowland. That is still around, still going. Uh, there is a brand new report that the Tomorrowland Speedway is going to be closing again before Tron opens in the Magic Kingdom. And the rumor says that it's going. the reason for the closure is going to be giving the Speedway a more Tron-like look to it. I, I've been saying that from the get-go, that that needed to happen. Just reopening it now the way it looks, it's still the same old, you know, Tomorrowland Speedway. It, it hasn't changed. The track has changed, yes, because of the construction, but the cars still look the same. Everything else. Give it more of a Tron look is what I'm saying. I like that rumor. I hope it happens. I do. I hope it happens. Uh, we do know that the you know monolith area of Epcot coming down. The other rumor I've heard about Epcot is about Guardians of the Galaxy and the fact that when you get on this coaster, it is going to start. It's going to you know start real fast, real quick from a stop. But it's going to be backwards. I've heard that. That's kind of interesting. Uh, So that was a pretty good rumor as well. Um, It's been reported that the Ratatouille construction is moving ahead of schedule. 
and it's going to be opening in April 2020, according to a website. Uh, but Disney has not given any type of an official date as of yet. Um, most people think it's going to be spring 2020. They seem to be moving along pretty well. Also, the other rumor about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway uh, has been pushed to spring 2020. Um, other are, other people are saying in this rumor that it's going to be February 2020 when it opens, not in the middle of the spring or late spring, is what some others have said. So, lots of rumors out there, but this big one about the seas with Nemo and friends and the land, just, just, just crazy. I mean, just, just nuts. Oh, and one more. I, I almost forgot about this. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, according to, again, another post from, quote, internal sources, it is said that the wave of American flavors over at Disney's Contemporary Resort is going to be converted into the Incredibles Steakhouse. As you can uh, you know, pretty much guess, Disney Pixar Incredible Films implemented into this restaurant. Still staying as a steakhouse, but now... An incredible steakhouse. (laughs) And obviously going to be a a character meet and greet location as well. I just don't see myself going to the wave for a steak and meeting the Incredibles. It just, it's pretty outlandish. I don't understand why Disney would want to do something like that or if they do. But if they do, it is what it is. An expensive steak, a really good steak at the same time. And you get to meet the Incredibles. Think of it that way. So those are your headlines and your rumors from the Walt Disney World Resorts here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Howdy, partners. Did you hear that the folks over at Expedition Roasters have hit gold? Gold Rush Churro flavor, that is, in Prospector's Roast. It's Expedition Roasters' latest specialty coffee release. This creation arose when the prospector's churros were left on the mountain blasting site. Next thing you know, there's a big thunder blast, and it's raining churro dust into the campfire coffee. Eureka! A churro snack and a coffee roast. Now brew up a cup and hold on, because this here's the wildest coffee in the wilderness. And don't forget to check out their huge selection of pop culture-themed coffees, teas, and gear. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use code MAGIC15 for 15% off an order with us. That's MAGIC15 at ExpeditionRoasters.com. Brew your happy place. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com shop. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY or visit storybookdestinations.com. 
Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. That's good. Young man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to DW60 at SRSounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at DW underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. You want to hear DW60 in its entirety? Listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at srsounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day. Hi, this is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast.